chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control Alt Desire, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I am one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I am Victoria Magotomy. Jameson is gone once again Ugh. this week, and we miss him already. Why is he, why is he breaking our hearts? Week why does he do this to us? It's devastating, we, but... We also talk over him a lot, but we miss him when he's not here, because we just like his presence here. <laughs> it's like a, sol- <laughs> a solid, reassuring presence yes. <laughs> for us to interrupt. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, we've got a good show, with or without Jameson. We've got Dancing with the Stars. There was a big blunder on Monday night that I was like, oh my gosh, live TV is stressful. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to break down The Masked Singer. It's been on for a few weeks, and everyone knows that I go mad conspiracy theory on it. Uh, there's Duggar drama that we need to break down. We've talked about it in the past, but now we have something solid on it. And as always, we'll recap Big Brother as they sprint towards the ending. And we all yep. kind of know what's going to happen. But let's start off with Dancing with the Stars. Um, we bid goodbye to Anne Hesh, who I called Anne Hetchy on our first podcast about Dancing with the Stars. I thought it was, I apologize. I thought it was Am, Anne Hesh. I think it's Hesh. 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 Listen, I, I feel both like. Both ways. It's definitely not Hetchy. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> I mean, but can you blame people sometimes? Like, I would never expect anyone to, like, pronounce my last name correctly. And I feel like some people just, like, when you own a name like that, you should just not expect people to pronounce it correctly all the time. So. I'm, uh, I get rummer all the time, and I'm fine with it. I just, yes. I apologize to Anne Hesh, Hesh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, a, I'm 28, so, you know, I was not aware of her when she was in the like. <laughs> you said I'm 28. I'm young, okay? I'm still learning how to spell. I'm young! She uh. screamed into the void. Uh, <laughs> but so Anne, Anne, my good friend Anne um, and yeah. Keo were sent home. Uh, but it was a really weird way that they got sent home. Basically, there was a mistake on Tyra Banks's cue cards that didn't match up with what was actually happening in the control room. So what had happened was she had she had Anne and Keo on stage at, for the bottom two, but she also had Vernon and Peta on stage. But the other bottom two person was Monica and Val, or Monica Aldama from Cheer and her partner Val. And so she had to like make Vernon and Pita go away and then call back Monica and Val after they had already been deemed safe. It was really awkward. And as everyone knows in Dancing with the Stars, this hap- like the elimination happens pretty quickly. It happens in like yes. four minutes. So mm-hmm. it was kind of, kind of a nightmare to watch. Um, for me, because I know was stressed out. You know what, though? This is the TV I live for in 2020, okay? Uh, We're bringing back the Steve Harvey situation. Yes. This is the kind of train wreck I want to see, okay? Um, I, I, but she she handled it as best she could, honestly. She did. Yeah. She really did. And and I'm sure there were some, some mean people out there just waiting for Tyra Banks to be put in a situation like this. But you know what? She's yeah. a pro and she handled it. Um, but yes, it was it was awkward. 
Yes. But I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have to watch something that's awkward and aggressive or uncomfortable, <laughs> like I would much rather it be on Dancing with the Stars and like a fun show than like the news. I don't know. The news. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm right. done talking about presidential debates. Like I'm done talking about that train wreck. Like I just, I want to talk yes. about Dancing with the Stars train wreck. Like it's so much easier for me to watch. <laughs> it's a fun train wreck. It's one with yes. no casualties. Um, yes. <laughs> well, I'll put, I was reading this page six article afterwards where apparently Anne was like not happy about it and stormed off stage without doing any interviews. Uh, because, well, and, and I, I get that because it was a really emotional episode for her. She went into back yeah. when she was dating Ellen DeGeneres and was really discriminated against and basically booted out of Hollywood for 10 years for having a relationship with another woman. And I get that on that night, you're like, really me? And it's going to be this way. So I don't even get like a proper farewell. I just get scooted off stage. Basically. I get that. But yes. she went back on good morning America the next day and was, you know, giving a, a nice answer about it and said she enjoyed her time on it. So I was interested in that detail, but also was like, yeah, I'd be kind of ticked off too. Well, you know what? I'm also glad that she brought up the situation between her and Ellen um, mm-hmm. because I think, I mean, it's 2020. Okay. This is the year that we're raising awareness for like everything. Um, yeah. And I appreciate the fact that she was like, I was booted out of Hollywood for this long because of having a relationship, a public relationship um, with a female. And I think that, more people, I like when celebrities come out and tell us like little tidbits, little secrets, if you will, <laughs> like this, because it shows what's really going on behind the scenes. Because I think it's so easy for yeah. all of us to just assume things about celebrities, um, but we don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. And that's, you don't even have to be a celebrity. I mean, like go up and down your Instagram and Facebook feed. Like you don't really know what's going on with people that right. you don't talk to regularly. Um, right. And so I, I like that she, she kind of, put a spotlight on that um, so that, you know, we can just bring more awareness. I mean, I think something like that now would be so looked down upon. Um, oh my gosh, you can't get away you know? with that anymore. I mean, you should have no. never been able to get away with it, but the fact yeah. that she wasn't even allowed to attend her own movie premiere because she went with Ellen as her date, that's messed up. And it does show, yep. you know, how, how far we've come in some areas. There's still a lot yeah. further to go, but uh, I, I thought that was interesting. I appreciated yeah. her opening up about that. I also got why she was like, really? Come on. This is yeah, like, I agree with you. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I thought back to Tyra handling it. I thought she did really well. And the EP actually came forward, did an interview with Entertainment Tonight where he was like, I am fully owning it. That was not her fault. We wrote the wrong thing on the cue card. And then we're talking in her earpiece being like saying something else. And I mean, that's complicated for anyone to, to handle. So um, the people were I'm, like, Tom would have never. I'm like, Tom would have. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. As someone with a television background, I've had multiple IFBs in my ear. I've had multiple producers talking in my ear while I'm talking to the camera or to someone else. It is a lot to keep up with because especially when you have a last minute change and when you're really, when when they come in with something other than just the time alone, like, okay, Mm -hmm. five minutes, four minutes, wrap it up, you know, whatever, when you're actually... (laughs) I see that hand. Um, (laughs) The cat's trying to come in. But when you're actually having to like pay attention to like a change that's happening and you're having to just like pretend like nothing is going on, people don't understand until they get in front of the camera. Even if you're just reading something on the teleprompter, like 
it's, it's more of a challenge than what people realize. So I appreciate oh, people yeah. like her in that position that, that go as smooth, as smoothly as you can in that situation. And you know what? You're right, Anne. Tom woulda. Yeah, exactly. You know, everyone woulda. There was the wrong yeah. info. What are you going to do? So, like, know that? Uh, just yeah. <laughs> there's, get out of here. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll move along past that. Uh, the other notable thing that happened during the episode was Sky Jackson got the first 10 of the season doing this really beautiful <gasps> dance uh, to ordinary people uh, as a tribute for her late co-star Cameron Boyce, who was her Jesse co-star who died last year at just 20 after a seizure. Uh, and I, I got really emotional during that segment. She was talking about yeah. how much he meant to her and how much he was like an older brother. And then she got the per- first 10 doing the dance for him. So You know, and I'm so excited that she did because you can tell the last two weeks she's been working really hard to up her score. And mm-hmm. we obviously see the talent. I mean, she's obviously yes. very talented when it comes to dancing, um, among other things as well. But... <laughs> Um, you could almost see the disappointment a little bit on her face. And I think in one of the episodes it showed her when she was walking backstage, I think it was after when she uh, messed up with her leg, she didn't get over yeah. his head the way. <laughs> if, you, if you look in the background, my cat's just knocking stuff off Anna the mantle. Is, is- doing such a great job at just keeping a straight face. It's me that's losing it because I think it's so I'm Tyra Banks! You are. <laughs> but anyways, okay, so yeah, I think we saw her crying. So the fact that yeah. she was able to get a 10, that was so satisfying to see. I know, I love that. I love that. So um, let's move on to the other show that we're obsessed with, or maybe it's just me that's obsessed with, but I feel like everyone's obsessed with it. Yes. The Mass Singer. It's been back for a few weeks. We've had some pretty big reveals. The first week was Buster Rhymes as a dragon, which yeah. was, he had to be the first week to go because his voice is absolutely. It, it, it's just his voice. As soon as he yeah. started to, to sing or rap, I was like, oh, that's Busta. It's, yes. Yeah. No, I thought needed. potentially when, I think it was Jenny McCarthy uh, mentioned it could be DMX. I was like, that is yeah. literally the only other person on this mm-hmm. planet that it could be is DMX. But I, that yeah. was my very first guess was Busta. I was like, ah, I've yeah. listened to too many of his songs. I know his voice. It's just, it, it, the hints are, you don't need the hints. It sounds like him and, and you it's, know, yeah. it's either him or DMX, you're right. And they can't keep that going for multiple weeks. Yeah. It's not that interesting. So that made sense for him to go first. And then <laughs> this seems I'm super so weird. Like this show this. is so weird already. I've described <laughs> it as a fever dream in the past and it keeps getting weirder each season, which I'm obsessed with. Um, the next episode was Mickey Rourke just unmasked himself. It he was, was the gremlin. Can we talk about another train wreck that's awkward to watch? Because the yes. whole like dramatic scene of like Nick being like, men in black, where are you? And the judges being like, no, you can't do that. And Nick is like, no. And then we're all just sitting there like, what the hell is happening right now? What's and he's just like, I can't be in this mask anymore. <laughs> okay, here's a quick question. And maybe I'm blinded by my love for the mask Singer. <laughs> was that scripted? Uh, 100%. I feel like it was because so like too. it was if they had played it off a little bit more like I think the judges played into it a lot better mm-hmm. than Nick Cannon did. Nick yeah. Cannon did this like and I would love to see the behind the scenes on how they actually like 
film this part because the whole like take it off the mask it's yeah. so drawn out and like edited and just unnecessarily long but that's what makes it good i'm just like how long was this actual process of like because so here's like, what i know stuff. about the filming weird it, okay. it's they film them with the audience although i'm not sure about now because of covid i know i'm, I'm sure i was very confused filmed, about but that. i think maybe they're just using cut scenes of other audiences Unsure. They have to be, or, but we, but we get to vote at home now. That's what I don't get. Or maybe a certain right. portion we get to vote at home. They, they got a lot of changes maybe going that's on the next show. Season. And I, I, I don't have, know. There's too many seasons, come, but not enough seasons at the same time. Yes. That's a lot. Uh, but they, so what they do and during a normal season is they do, but take it off, take it off. And they, you know, rattle around their head. And then the entire audience is ushered out. Uh, and then they film them actually taking it out without an audience. Yes. So as to preserve spoilers. So who knows how they did that with Mickey Rourke, but I think, I think it was scripted, but part of me was like, Ooh, he just did it. (laughs) He was so, it was so random. Like Nick Cannon was like, he just told me that he, he's too hot in the mask or something like that. And then he was just like, no, I'm done. (laughs) And I was like, it was very awkward. I don't know. They should have just like brought in some, some experts on how to like make that scene a little bit better. It was, I think it was scripted for sure. I I just wasn't under, I didn't understand what, what had happened. Uh, I didn't either. Um, I feel like he was like, I'll sign up to do this, but like, I'm only doing it one week. Okay. And that's, but I feel like all the celebrities do that and they just pretend that they've been voted out. So I didn't know why they had to make his weird, but whatever. Um, I, he was not good anyway. So that's fine. Although gremlin was so cute. Um, uh, yes, Gremlin was. And Giraffe got unmasked. Yes. Technically, two nights ago when you guys are hearing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two nights ago. Um, Brian Austin Green did not expect that. At I'm all. not even in the ballpark of guessing that. No. The judges guessed a couple of people, and two people that they said were Travis Barker and Shia mm-hmm. LaBeouf. And I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I don't think it's Travis. But I think I could see it being Shia LaBeouf based on. I, I thought it was going to be him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Shia, and then Brian. Out comes Brian Austin Green, and I was like, and the judges, even like you know, uh, Robin, who grew up with yeah. him and was in a little band with him. Yeah, <laughs> like, Robin Thicke is his be- is one of his best friends from childhood. He didn't get it, so how could we be expected? Yeah. Um, so that is interesting. I, I don't know. Like I said, early on in the season, I don't have a ton of guesses. I need more, you know, hints and, and stuff like that. But I do have two people that I'm pretty confident about. Uh, okay. Serpent, I am 99% sure, but that's Leslie Odom Jr. Because okay. I would recognize that voice anywhere. And that's okay. him. But the clues, I'm kind of lost on, but it's, his voice is that. I love love. Second one, this is a kind of out of left field one, but the sun, I think, could be Christina Aguilera. <gasps> Stop. The voice is not exactly on, but we know that famous singers often modulate their voices when they're on Mass Singer. Yeah. But she has the range, she's really good. And then the ties that we've gotten are saying like she had like a difficult childhood, which Christina Aguilera had a difficult childhood. And then there's a lot of Disney clues. And obviously Christina Aguilera was a Mickey Mouse club. So that's my guess for Sun right now. 
And they guess that it could potentially be Demi Lovato, which which is another, another good, good guess. guess. I thought for a second I heard a little bit of Lady Gaga in there, but then the more I listened, I was like, unless she's doing something with her voice that's making yeah. her sound a little different, I don't think it's Lady Gaga. But if it were to be Lady Gaga, I would be like, oh yeah, okay, I could, uh, yeah, you know, could see that. Yeah, well, yeah. and the one um, the one guest that I have for the Snow Owls because this season they have a two person <gasps> costume, yes. which is the first time ever, and. I, I thought it was maybe Nick and Vanessa Lachey for a little bit, just because I feel like Vanessa would be on it. I don't know. That's, maybe she can. You know what? I've talked to her. I should, next time I'm going to ask her, I'm like, can you can sing? You sing? <laughs> can She's you like, sing, Miss Ma'am? Can you sing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start asking every interviewee from here on out, can you sing? So what's your singing ability like? <laughs> yeah. This is so out of left field, totally off topic, but I need to know if you can sing. Just for future mass singer purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's the an interesting guess. The good guess, my guess is like, eh, I don't know. It's okay, but the clues don't super fit together. Uh, Libby, our coworker, I told her I'd give her a shout out because I think I stole oh. one of her guesses one time and she was like, I can't believe you stole it. Uh, so here you go, Libby. This is Libby's guess. Uh, she thinks that the Snow Owls could be Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood because of yes. a, I've got friends and he said something about like low places Ooh. and it sounds like the country twang and she would have a better explanation for it. But she told me that and I was like, oh, that one's probably right. And they did, the judges did throw out that guess last night that it could be them. Now, I don't know their past well enough because in one of the clue packages, it said that like, the guy went through a breakup and she was yeah. there to be his anchor and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, maybe this is just like a friendly duo or maybe this is a married couple that before they became married. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't know. Cause I definitely feel like it's like, like a country couple or country duo. Yeah. And I don't know anything about um, country music. So yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll have to that. like really, I'm going to like keep their, somebody else said Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. I was like, I don't know that Nicole can sing. Maybe she, she can. can Cause she was in Moulin she Rouge. Mm-hmm. oh yeah but oh. i don't think it's them i don't, I don't think, think she would do it <laughs> i think she's never know. more than happy well you're right you, you do never know but i feel you like Nicole would they be got like, a little oh, wayne on that no, show thank you that's <laughs> true every time i say i don't think that person would do it they get unmasked i'm like huh i guess they would so yeah yeah who am i to judge um yeah. So let's take a quick break and then we'll come back for Duggar drama, as I so lovingly put it in the outline. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about Big Brother. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. All right, we're back and we're diving into the Duggars, or shall I say the Dillards, uh, because Jill Duggar, her last name's Dillard now. I don't know. It's not that clever. Hey, first one, Anne. Yeah, yeah. She was originally a Duggar. So she used to be on Counting On, uh, which was formerly 19 Kids and Counting. And she and her husband, Derek, left, slash, were fired, slash, who knows, in 2017. There has been speculation that there's a lot of tension between them and the dad, Jim Bob, and the mom, Michelle Duggar, because 
you know, like Michelle cropped Jill out of a picture recently. <sighs> and Derek constantly is trashing Jim Bob on Twitter and Instagram for like not paying his kids who are on the show and being really controlling, that kind of thing. Oh. So we, we've had evidence that things are not great between them. But Jill herself came out and addressed the feud for the first time ever in a YouTube Q&A Wednesday, which I was like, oh my goodness, Jill. Um, I, first off, before we get into that, I just want to say, Jill always seemed very like subdued to me. She didn't really seem like the Duggar who was going to go out and uh, like um, Ginger moved to LA and mm-hmm. started wearing pants. And I was like, ooh, she's the crazy rebel. But I think <laughs> it's Jill. Because she got a nose piercing. She's talking about how she does drink alcohol. She wears pants. Um, and she uses birth control. Non-hormonal, non-hormonal birth control. But she's been very open about all these things that are mm-hmm. mainly is like very conservative and against. So she, I was like, oh, we should, she's the one like taking a step away from her family more. And then during this YouTube Q&A, she said quote, there's been some distancing there. We're not on the best terms with some of my family. We've had some disagreements, but we're working towards healing definitely and restoration, but we having to just kind of take some time and heal. Well, that's pretty definite. It is. And you know what? This goes back to what I was saying, okay? You just don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And I think specifically when people get categorized into a specific type of family. Um, I don't want to pinpoint like one religion or one belief system, but like, because it doesn't matter what it is, what you believe, where you stand on, you know, I mean, even politics, you know, like you You still pigeonhole a kid. Yeah. You can't pigeonhole someone, especially when, again, you just don't know if they're being, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So again, I appreciate people like this stepping out and saying, Hey, listen, Mm -hmm. like not giving us all the details, you know, but giving us enough details to like, like, ah, we, I know what you're saying. I got I do want all the details though. Don't Yeah. I (laughs) I mean, listen, we do, we do want all the details, but we have to work with what we're given. And right now it's not all the details, but she's giving us enough to like put our own thoughts in our head. I just appreciated her talking about it because like I said before, we've got evidence and people have been talking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like not a secret basically. So I appreciated her coming out and being like, yeah, you all know. So let me just say it. And let me say it in the way that I want to say it, as opposed to people maybe blowing it out of proportion. Like people were saying that they had disowned her, that kind of thing. And she's like, listen, it's not that serious. We're not not doing great, but, you know, we're we're, we're okay. okay. We had talked about back in, um, God, I'm blanking on the names. Um, The married couple. Brooks Lake. Yes, Brooks Lake. Brooks Lake. And what, Julian Huff. Yes, Julian Huff. God, I'm just yeah. having serious brain fog right now. Um, oh, I feel you. Well, like, okay, that couple, like, we're interested, but it almost gets to a point when people are so private, which, okay, listen, I, I want to preface this. I appreciate, I respect, I understand the need, the urgency for privacy. I yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you also have to understand you're a public figure. <laughs> and yeah we want to i would much rather hear the truth from the actual celebrity and i'm not saying you need to give us every detail that there is but i would much rather hear from the person themselves than like Mm -hmm. some random statement or just 
allowing the speculation to continue. So Jill actually coming forward and saying, listen, here's what it is. There you go. You know, like to me, that just satisfies a part in my heart that I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I I think that you brought up Brooks and Julianne because they were like, so like cryptic comments, cryptic things. The source says for so long yes. that it, at least for me, I was like, I don't even care anymore. I know. But just say something because you're just dropping little breadcrumbs. And like, it's not that, you know, not that big a deal. I mean, it is well, for like, you, but like for us, yeah. just say well, like, And we give them the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe mm-hmm. they still were, were not sure where they stood alone. Right. I mean, Cause we've all been in that situation and relationships right. where you go the longest time. You're like, well, I don't even know what we are. We yeah. can't seem to be, get on the same page. So like, yeah. I understand if they didn't want to say anything, you know, because of that, cause they were still, cause right. it, it looks like they're potentially getting back together or are back together. Cause you know, it's we don't know, like but they, keep we still don't know. <laughs> they keep dropping clues. I don't know. Kind of. Um, so Thank you, Jill, for coming out and speaking about it. (laughs) Yes, we appreciate that. Um, Let's move on to Big Brother. Just to... Just to... Just to really... Just just, to disappoint me. Yeah. We're putting the cherry on top of the already just volcano of of 2020 (sighs) train wrecks that we've talked about. And so, you know, last week we were talking about the triple eviction and how that was going to be exciting. And it was kind of exciting. You know, I like watching the triple eviction. I like making these people scramble a little bit. But it went pretty much just like we expected. Kevin and David went back to back. And then Danny came out, which was the only like kind of fun up in the air thing uh, Mm -hmm. about it because she was really mad. afterwards yeah. she left and was just like i don't like nicole or was she said she didn't like uh christmas and it was christmas and honestly i'm like kind of ready for christmas to tell me i'm ready i'm ready i've been so, ready since like five weeks ago yeah exactly well so danny goes and then uh we're down to the final six and then cody wins hoh again again the man he's what that's like what his third lose. time yeah. That's like his third time. I think he's going to win it all, honestly. Honestly, he deserves to win it at this point. He's winning all of these comps and yep. still has everyone fighting to keep him in. No mm-hmm. one's even ad- no one's even thought about getting Cody out despite the fact that he wins like every other competition. Yeah. You should have like I think because he keeps winning, they all they just want to be on his side because they're like this mm-hmm. guy can help save us, you know. That's like, I guess until you're in the final two with him and he's like, hey, I won everything this season. And Majuri gives him the money. What did you say? I think it was last week or the week before someone has never won that was the first in the house or something. Oh, yeah. So the first person in the house has never won. That was Christmas. And then the person who's won the OTEV challenge has never. um, And and wasn't that that Cody? That was Cody. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm telling you, man. So he would be the, if he won, he would break the Otev curse, which would be a big deal. Yeah. Um, but also because it appears that everyone else in the house is not trying to get rid of him anyway. What you know, no. we broke down those alliances last week. But so Cody wins that. He puts up Tyler and Christmas because they took a missed shot at Nicole during the triple eviction. And uh, he puts them up. He initially says that he's going to target Christmas, but then he flips. Now he's saying that he's going to target Tyler. And I, you know, then he wins the veto, keeps them the same because the man can't lose. 
And I think Tyler's going home. He doesn't have the votes. He's talked to everyone and everyone's been pretty honest with them. Like, man. I think Tyler's kind of okay with going home. I think he's just yeah. not, his head is not, I mean, he made it very clear. His head has not been in this game. And yeah. I think Tyler's okay with that. I think Tyler's like, you know what? I'm going to tap out. But here's what I still can't he stand. Said, he said he was going to fight till the end, but he also recognized how unlikely that is. And he's having mm-hmm. the conversations on the live feed. But it's also so he was like, you know, I'm going to have a good time this last week. I No one's going to vote for me. I don't know. Yeah. Like he, uh, I don't know. I mean, and back to, I mean, this is so random, but this also talks about like Danny left being angry. Like I, yeah. I, David did too. Like David mm-hmm. just like, I feel he didn't want to hug anyone. Like he was just yeah. like, I'm out of here. But I'm like, David, at least you're going home with 10 grand. Like yeah. I get that that's why you know, that aids and why you potentially went home, but you're probably going to go home anyways. He's um, definitely going to go home. It was just the order yeah, like, he was going to go home. Take, take the 10 grand, you know? Like, I just yeah. can't help but to think, like, if I was going home, I would want to win something, you know, at least. And I feel like... And they already made yeah. money to show up, so, you know? Yeah, that's true. But but not 10 grand worth. No, I think they made, like, 40K to show up. Each person? Yeah, I think so. I, that's what I read on like Reddit because it's what because it's oh. all stars. Dang, yeah, good for that. Oh well, then oh, I wouldn't even be mad if I went home at that point. I mean, right? like it'd be a bonus if I got the uh, what do they win? A million dollars a season? Half a million? Isn't it? Half a million? Okay, well, or is it a million this season? I don't know. I don't More money than I'll ever see in my entire um, life. Guys, sometimes I wonder why we're we're covering these shows because sometimes we know about them, sometimes we don't. Listen, and the sad thing is, is I did recap them. on these. <laughs> We watch them. It's just there's so much going on. I can't keep these details. In my well, mind. remember last was it last week that you were like I'm pulling my mom's uh like I'm I'm yeah my mom sometimes like I can't remember the names. That's me. Like I can watch something and then still ask a question about what I just saw. It's oh yeah, I've been watching shows for years. I'm like, what's that character's name? It's Mark Norman's yeah. character. Who is he? Yes. What's his name? Gosh. Yes. Yes, but we do watch these shows. It is very clear that we watch these shows. But we, we love them, but we just don't hold on to the details. Um, yes. uh, okay, but, so uh, Tyler, the, so you think Tyler's going to go home? I think so. He doesn't have the votes, and it is smart to get him out first. I would do that. Yeah. No one likes Christmas. No one's going to vote for Christmas. People would maybe vote for Tyler if he made it to the final two. And he's got yeah. a better strategy or strategic mind. That word has tripped me up like three times in the last... You know you know whatever i think it was way back in the day when when george bush said it wrong what, what do you say strategy yeah or something like that <laughs> ever since then i can't say that word like normally he <laughs> cursed like, us. <laughs> this is why it's important if you have a public platform to speak correctly please <laughs> mess the rest of us up still can't spell potatoes right thanks dan quayle wow that's a throwback <laughs> um anyways <laughs> Uh, so anyways, basically Nicole is like salty because Tyler and Christmas for her. So it's just, Nicole though, like I'm annoyed with her because it's a valid gameplay. It didn't work, but for her to like whine about it, you could be disappointed, but for her to be like, I cannot believe they would do that to me. I'm like, I can, you're, there's like six people. I also legit think it's going to come down to Cody and Memphis. I think so too, and uh, and in that case, I, I hope want Cody, Cody wins. Win. Yeah, yeah, because he's been dominating this whole season. Memphis has been doing pretty well too, but uh, yeah. Cody is a continued troll editing where they keep making fun of him for being stupid. Is dude, he 
is on another. Him. What did he say? A Texan is an animal. I was like, I was watching this with my mother, and my mom has not watched every episode. And she goes, "Oh, he's totally kidding." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" no. Like that's that's the sad part is so he's not. He's like, "What do you what do you call people from California?" And they're like, "Californians." Like, I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> really? Have you never in your life like? I'm a Tennessean. Well, technically, I'm a Floridian, being from Florida, and then now a Tennessean. I'm a Pennsylvanian. It's just Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. What is it? Uh, what? New England would be New Englander. Yeah. <laughs> what's, a, yep. what's an I? What's a person from Idaho? Idahoian. Idahoan. Idahoan. My dad All is right. from Idaho. Oh, randomly well, enough. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Got there you go. You're for that one. <laughs> Fun fact of the day. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, bless uh, him. Bless him. I don't know. I thought it was funny. That's what I watch Big Brother for is for like these weird moments <laughs> where you watch people really in their element or not in yes. their element. Just being like, what? I didn't know the word text that referred to a person. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so let's um, move on to the pop culture picks of the week. Um, go. Please. I'm so excited favorite. for this. I meant to message you earlier in this week to, to tell mm-hmm. you that I, I knew what my pop culture pick of the week was going to be because I'm so excited. Um, so actually, so you guys are hearing this on Friday. Today, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, Can I take so yours? <laughs> we'll just do the same one. I'm super excited yes. for it to come out. Oh, it gave the second, me all. The second season of Haunting of uh, Hill House is on Netflix, yes. and it's October 9th, right? So, okay, here's, here is what I'm a little confused about. So I've been following them on Instagram, and I've been watching all their videos. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, the way that I understood it, I think from it was the director or one of the producers, I can't remember. Um, again, we don't pay attention to details. Nah, details. Um, <laughs> some person who is a part of it that has a, an important <laughs> role, one of those people, um, was saying that some of the characters from Haunting Hill House are going to come back, I believe, with different characters. So, like, yeah, yeah the, the same actors are are okay. being used. A lot of the same actor. It's kind of like American Horror Story in that way, where it's like an anthology where they play different characters and it's a different story, but it's the same people. Yeah. Okay. There are That's new people good. coming in too, but okay. I've never, I need to get on the American horror story train because for the longest time I just have not watched it because I, I just have been, I'm, I'm finally getting into watching scary stuff again, just a little bit. Um, I used to love uh, like horrifying, scary things when I was a kid. Yeah. And then I went through this phase where I was like, no rom-coms only um and now i'm like okay i'll start dipping my toes a little bit but so i haven't seen american horror story so i wasn't sure listen some of the seasons are really good and then most of them are bad eventually (laughs) so and i say that as someone who watches every year so you know um but it's that same kind of thing it's cool you think it's going to be weird at first but having the same actors back you kind of like seeing them in different roles every season but it looks scary. It looks good. I love the original uh, story that it's uh, based off of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be. I'm I, so excited for this. I'm I'm going on a girls trip this weekend, uh, and <gasps> I texted the group message, it. and I was like, guys, I know that like some of you probably don't care, but like, can we watch this because like it's gonna be so great. I think I got wow. half of them at least on board to watch it. The other half or whatever. But I'm, I'm very to- excited for it. I've been trying to convince uh, my boyfriend to watch, but he doesn't watch, he doesn't do scary stuff. And I'm like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna watch. <laughs> you're gonna watch it. Just tell him to watch do it. Just like, 
like one of these where you can just, you know, just put like headphones on and put like an iPad, <laughs> like Aladdin or something. In yes, like, here. yes. Tell them when you're watching, watching our show. Look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I'm so excited for this. I've been waiting so long because they were supposed yeah. to come out with this, I think like last year, last yeah. Halloween. And yeah. it just never happened. And we never heard anything about it. And then we were like, okay, so is this happening or not? So yeah, it's finally happening. I'm like, this is what we need God. in 2020. We need a good scary thing that we can watch from our house houses yes. because like movies aren't happening. Um, yes. So I'm very excited. Good. Well, I've already I watched Hocus Pocus one. like 50 times. So I need something Ooh. new to watch. I watched... Um, what did I watch? I watched the house on ha- the house, the, the haunting the house, of Hill house yesterday, not the Netflix one, but the old school one. And Ooh, yeah. it still holds up. So, you know, <gasps> maybe I'll have to watch that tonight. Well, now that we've got our weekend plan set up, um, <laughs> we'll close out for the day. Uh, don't forget to follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Anna rumor. And I'm at Vimagotomy. And drop us a rating, review, subscription, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You guys know the whole thing. I can yeah, just got a down pat. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we'll talk to you next week. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town. And they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd. Exclusively on Paramount+.